This week on One Crazy Story, comedian Mark Poulos joins us to talk about how nature can ruin comedy. Because I got to the, the casino, I think, around like 5.30. Yeah. And I checked in and the lady said, did you come to Bridgeway? And I said, no, I came from the Minneapolis way. And she was like, oh, good, because they closed the bridge. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I know the other comedian is <laughs> south of the bridge. Yeah. And she goes, well... <laughs> That's where he'll stay. Hello and welcome to another edition of One Crazy Story. I'm your host, Nate Armbruster, and this week I'm talking with comedian Mark Poulos. I've known Mark for a few years now, a comedian out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, and worked together a hundred thousand times. He's a great guy, super funny stand-up comedian, and Mark was kind enough to uh, join me on the podcast this week by phone and talk about a gig we did a couple weeks ago, and it went horribly wrong. Not the show, but everything leading up to the show. Um, I missed the show. This is the first gig in my career. I've been doing stand-up for about 10 years. First show I've ever done that I just didn't make it to. Thankfully, it wasn't a real bad reason. I mean, I, I'm okay. My car, I wasn't in a bad accident. Nothing bad happened to me, but... You know, the gig was in the in northern Michigan in the Upper Peninsula, which is connected by one bridge and one bridge only. And that's a five hour drive from the uh, metro Detroit area where I was leaving from. And I left with plenty of time. And by the time I got up there, I found out the bridge had been closed due to falling ice from from hanging from the top of the bridge, which is apparently a normal thing this time of year in the spring when it starts to warm up everything that built up over the season just starts falling, and apparently it's very deadly. It's heavy ice. It's the size of a car, according to the people at the bar I got drunk at while I was waiting for the bridge to reopen, which, spoiler alert, never reopened. So it was a very frustrating night. It's one of those things where you can't do anything about it. You just got to kind of take it, and, uh, you know, the life sucks sometimes, I guess. You know, it's unfortunate, but that's how this, that's how comedy works. So there you go. Don't do the show. Don't get paid. You drive home four or five hours to just the saddest drive. But uh, thankfully, it was my friend Mark that was headlining. Uh, he understood. He's like, yeah, I guess, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Whatever. You know, we did everything we could. I waited until the last minute to go home. I was like, I don't know what else to do. I, I'm just stuck here. You're just stranded. You just feel like an idiot. And uh, even though it's not your fault, it's nobody's fault. It's nothing you can do. So, um, and this is how great of a person Mark is, is he actually sent me money for gas he felt that bad and he's that nice of a guy and that good of a person so and that doesn't happen a lot i i'm friends with mark but i have there's people i'm really close with too that i know wouldn't send me money if this happened you know what i mean so that's that's how great of a guy mark is and that's why uh you guys will love this podcast he's a great guy Everybody should know who Mark Poulos is. So right now I need you to go to your computer or phone device and type in, just type in uh, markpoulos.com. Find out where he's performing live. He's probably coming to a town near you, probably has been. He will be back. Uh, So follow him, get in touch with him, send him an email, tweet him, do all of that stuff. Buy his album, which this is a, a one crazy story. First, I will actually play a clip from his latest album uh, and you'll hear it, it comes up in conversation that, uh, one of the tracks on the album was actually inspired by uh, a gig we did together in the UP. It actually, it's a story from uh, 
uh, a gig we did, and it's it's pretty it's pretty great. So I need you all to go over to iTunes and buy the album, which there will be a link in the iTunes description. Or if you can't find it that way, you can always go to his website, markpulos.com, find it that way. Or you can find it on Spotify. Listen everywhere. Just support my friend Mark. He deserves it. He's a great dude, a funny comedian, and anyone who's kind enough to uh, take time out of their day to be on the podcast deserves all the fans in the world. So thank you to Mark for coming on the show. And if you guys want to get in touch with me, just send an email to onecrazystory at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. If there's someone you want to hear more of, uh, if you have a story you want to share with me, just let me know. We can have you on the show. Also get in touch with me on Twitter, all the social media. Also, you can find me on all the social media at Nate Comedy, or if you don't like me and you just want to follow the show, you can always follow One Crazy Story. Get in touch that way. Follow the show. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave a review. That'd be fantastic. Well, that's enough for me. Now, enjoy this episode with myself and comedian Mark Poulos. I don't think I actually have seen you in person since that day my girlfriend and I <laughs> ate barbecue at your house. <laughs> Is that it? I'm pr- that the- I'm almost positive that's the last time I saw you in person. <laughs> Which fantastic, just, fantastic brisket. Just Oh, well, thanks, man. You guys just slid into the house and ate all our food? I mean, when you put it like that, we do we do sound like <laughs> assholes. It's really what it is. Are you still seeing the same lady? Yes, yes, all is oh, well. Congrats, man. Thank you. Um, I don't even remember when that, that was before, was that like the holidays, right? It was, it was a few months easy. It had to have been, um, I thought it was over the summer. Oh, uh, you know what it probably was? Who barbecues in the, at, at Christmas? That's <laughs> <laughs> probably a good point. Well, I, I did smoke the turkey, so. Uh, no, it was, no, it was before the turkey. Cause I remember specifically asking if you were going to smoke the turkey. Oh, yeah. Nope. So maybe it was yeah, like, it was like probably like of August, like September, something like that. But I remember you had those exchange students still too, so it was probably during school. I don't know. Anyway, which ones did we have? Oh did man, have you guys were going to a, oh no, I or can't remember. One of them Ukraine was going in Italy, Ukraine and Italy, because one of them had a play or something that night. I remember it being like, oh, that's well, why we left early. We're so talking, we're talking like. Oh God! It's been a year, almost a year. Yeah, we're talking like April, May. Yeah, oh my we God! The second week of June. Oh my God! Time flies, <laughs> dude. And I haven't seen you, which is why I always we were almost going to see each other. I know, which is this is why I always jump at the opportunity to see Mark Pulos. You know, I'm like I don't get to see him that often, and I was like, we got this gig, booked this gig together up in uh, the UP. Of Michigan, the Bay Upper Mills. Peninsula. Yes, Bay Mills yeah. Casino in Brimley. The and, UP, uh, uh, which I believe is considered the Paris of the Midwest. Is it really? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was <laughs> going to say, you know more. The toilet of the Midwest. The toilet of the Midwest, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, you know, you're from Minnesota, so I guess it's fair. Um. But yeah, it's such a strange world in that upper peninsula. Mm-hmm. It's a whole There's different only one way in and one way out. It's, yes, and um, it's a whole different country. It's like it could be its own state. I should do a whole podcast on Michigan history. You really should because it is it is deep <laughs> and it is rich, <laughs> especially up in the UP. Um, and, and it would just be in the shape of a hand. <laughs> that's it. 
That's it. That's all I would talk about is how it's shaped like a hand. Isn't that funny, though, like when they do the hand thing for Michigan? That doesn't encompass the UP. Like, they completely no, like, omit it. I've seen some people. I know it's very uh, narcissistic of us, but I've seen some people. Uh, <laughs> I've seen some people put the other hand up and kind of try and make it look like that. And they're like, all right. <laughs> And you know, even as a as someone from that Michigan, as someone from Michigan, I'm like, okay, all right, calm down with the, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, it's cut it out with the shadow puppets. Yes, yes, it doesn't help me at all. It doesn't. The guy's like, huh? huh? Yeah. If you need, like, no. <laughs> if you need to use your hand to figure out where you're going, you're not going that far north. You know, like it's like you're not gonna well, make it. I, you don't need to know I about think, this. I think the last gig we ever did together was uh when i had to leave the stage and use the toilet immediately oh my god and that was also in the up <laughs> that was also in the up dude there's something about the up and us something weird happens oh, every man. time it just really comes at us and really causes we, some problems <laughs> well that particular show that you just mentioned was uh what we ate before the show we ate all that pizza and that's dangerous before a show, you know. It was it was way too much pizza. <laughs> we ate all of it too, and like heavy pizza. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. This wasn't a thin crust. My. It was, uh, yeah. It was. It was heavy. But that's why normally I avoid. Lately, I've been really good at avoiding eating before shows, where I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna eat just in case I have a Mark Poulos incident. But yeah. <laughs> but but that particular night, I was like, I got enough time. I'll eat this now. I you know I'm first. I'm first. I'll get this out of the way. I got plenty of time. I'll just <laughs> if anything happens, it's while Mark is on stage, just in pain. <laughs> You're like, hey, if you don't see me standing right here in a half hour, stretch, <laughs> okay? Like, okay? It was one of those nights where anything could have happened. I could have lost my pants. <laughs> I could have made it through. It was a night of of dreams and, and whimsy. Sometimes, yeah, well, nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that yeah, that's the worst. I've just I've never felt more like out of control of my set on stage than I was that night. Well, it throws it's you just, off. Well, it's just like one of those things where it's like, you know, your uh, your body is doing something that you just can't <laughs> stop. So yeah, you're like you have no well, choice. I'm going to hold this together as yep. long as I can. And then, <laughs> then there's going to be a problem. Yep. Don't step in any direction or else <laughs> this is going to be a bad night that, for everybody. And that could have been the weirdest, worst toilet in the history <laughs> well, of toilets. And do you avoid, so I, sometimes I avoid using the bathroom in, in emergency or not. I'll avoid the bathroom after a set. Cause I don't need the awkward, <laughs> like, Hey man, you're funny while I'm peeing. <laughs> you know, like just they some just guy. Slowly rub your shoulders back <laughs> yeah. and forth. Hey, uh, <laughs> you did a great job tonight. Yeah. Oh, thanks. And nothing's worse than being the guy that's blowing it out, and then like, <laughs> oh, you were the you were the last guy. Oh, hey. <laughs> well, that was the problem with that toilet. It was like the worst setup of a toilet ever because it was like it was almost like they started with a toilet and a urinal, yeah. and then somebody was like, "We need one more urinal," and then they blew the other side out yeah and it was like toilet in the middle of the bathroom and urinals flanking it on both sides yeah what a weird bathroom and there's a line then there's a line when you get out it's like jesus oh. all right everybody knows it was me now god damn yeah. it i can't end up having 
to use a number two during a show <laughs> when there's like nine people in the audience. It has to happen when there's yeah. 303 toilets. <laughs> yeah, you're outnumbered. <laughs> I think I sold a couple shirts for you, though, while you were in there. You did. That yeah, nice. I remember making, I made you some money. But the, uh, yeah, that, that whole show was what, what birthed uh, Sidle, Side Saddle Pooper from my new album. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that bit? That's yeah. right. Which everybody was, should check out, which they can find anywhere on iTunes, uh, Spotify, anything. Oh. All that, right? Yeah. Husband, Father, Idiot. Yeah. Husband, Father, <laughs> Idiot is the name of the album, which is great. I, I, I like it. The artwork was sweet, too. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Mom. It was a uh, homage to the Mr. Mom poster. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, uh, yeah, no, the whole point of that was the fact that I was... I was pooping in there, and people just kept coming in going, who's pooping in here? Like, how do you care? They were really trying to get down to the bottom. They were really aggressive. They were really aggressive with it. Can I play it? Would you care? If you want to, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love doing the road. A lot of fun places to go, a lot of fun clubs. I was at a place a couple weeks ago. The uh, owner of the club took me out to dinner. It was a nice place. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Although I had a panic attack halfway through the meal because I had that feeling where you're like, man, I'm going to have to take a crap in this restaurant. <laughs> but you know how like sometimes you're like, I, I might be able to make it. No, this is happening. Uh, but I was like, it's a nice restaurant. It's got to be a nice bathroom. Yeah, so I go in there. Nice bathroom. Big problem, though. Three toilet stalls. Not one of them have a door on it. I was like, well, this is great because... Uh, Nothing I enjoy more than pooping in public. Um, while I do it, I like to chat with strangers. That's what I like. I felt bad for them, what they were about to walk in on. I was trying to give them a heads up. I'd hear that door squeak open. I'd be like, I'm chin in here! He walks in and he sees me and he goes, damn it. And then just leaves. Did this just completely ruin his bathroom experience? While I was trying to process that, I hear him outside the bathroom. Is this he's addressing the entire restaurant? He's like, "Uh, guys, you're not going to believe this. There is a guy shitting in there right now. No door on the toilet. You can... You can just see him doing it. And I'm like, what is he telling everyone? <laughs> Guys, I got so self-conscious, I actually thought about turning around on the toilet and just <laughs> sitting on it like a horse. And I was like, I am so done interacting with people. You can't do that. That's just gonna open up a whole new bag of issues. Somebody comes in and sees that and is like, what the hell? Out to security, like, listen, I don't want to tell anybody. I think there's a guy having sex with the toilet. He's sitting backwards, he's got no pants on, it doesn't make any sense. Think about it if you poop backwards, you have to take your pants off. There's no other way to do it. I mean, workshop, but what are you going to shoot your legs up behind you? That's like, you going to throw your feet up on the tank? What are you going to the circus? 
told that joke one time, some guy got all mad, he's like, stop making fun of pooping backwards. I do it all the time. All the time? What are you, seven? What are you crapping backwards for? It's like, it's my house, it's relaxing. I throw the laptop up on the tank, you know? <laughs> Sit through some Netflix series? I'm like, Netflix series? Get some fiber, see your doctor. Why are you... Bathroom for half a Netflix series. <laughs> Candy Crush game, I'm out of there. What do you do about it? <laughs> you ever find yourself in the bathroom without your phone nowadays? How awkward is that? You're like, so what, I just sit here like an idiot? <laughs> just stare at the shower curtain pattern? It's a horrible feeling. <laughs> It literally is a bit that was born of our friendship. That's kind of, <laughs> oh man, it makes me feel special. <laughs> you were there for the birth of that bit. I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, <laughs> is there, are there any others? That you inspired? Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Uh, you don't have to lie. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> were you there for Koi Pond? I don't know if you were there for Koi Pond. I don't I know. the Koi Pond when I was at one of the Looney Bins, and I thought either I was about to work with you or I was working with you when I went to the Koi Pond. But anyways, that would have been the only other one that would have been cursory to our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's, there's always something. Side saddle pooper is side saddle it's pooper. all you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, dude, this, this brings us full circle because I didn't even expect to really talk about that. But I yeah. think because, but I'm just so glad because this it goes to show you how little we're able to actually hang out and talk. But because I'm absolutely and how long since that incident and you know, and now it's on an album. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm honored. Exactly. It's really funny. Um, we haven't seen each other in so long. A joke that happened while we were together is now on an album. <laughs> Yeah, it took you time to write the joke, work it out long enough to make it, or, uh, put it on a record. You're good. And now we're back. <laughs> and we were we were going to Brimley, and you're coming yeah. from Minnesota. Um, yeah, because they they have a lot of problems with people not showing up and weather up there, which which makes sense. So what they do is they offer a room the night before, so comics would get there early. And I don't think any of us. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I took advantage of that option at all. Like, I don't remember the last time I went in a day early. Because yeah. I'm like, how bad could the weather be that we couldn't get there? I don't think, you know, and, you know, I've just done comedy in Michigan 10 years. And I, you know, all the weather I've driven in, I've never had a problem. Like, nothing that catastrophic. I've had some really bad experiences with weather, but nothing like that. <laughs> I always got through it. It was never like deadly. I mean, it's dangerous, well, yeah. but not like, whoa, almost didn't make it. I just leave an extra four hours early and it's usually, you know what I mean? Well, That's yeah. usually enough to, to weigh the difference. But, um, if you take, if you take it slow and yeah. you just don't be an idiot you can usually get there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's usually what I do, and it's always worked out, you know, and uh, I got an email the week of the gig. Hey, do you want the Thursday night room? Because our show's Friday. And I go, no, that's crazy. Don't worry about it. And here I am thinking, here I am thinking like 
this guy's gonna like me because I'm like low maintenance. There's no extra room. There's no bullshit. You know, that's like the comedian in me. That's like low maintenance. Don't, you know what I mean? You can tell <laughs> that's, that was my intention. And it, he, he got off his computer and he was like, Hmm. someone I really dig this guy <laughs> yeah like as if that really fucking matters <laughs> no yeah but like he probably went whatever yeah well, he's probably you know he's probably thinking more like what an what a moron who doesn't take the room when you get the offer you yeah know? so yeah so i just kind of like said no don't worry about it i'll be fine it's only what four hours for me it's nothing you know yeah. I'll, I'll leave at eight in the morning i'll get there plenty early for the show it'll be fine and uh i was like <laughs> Even nope. I was even then, yeah, I was even then talking to you about doing the podcast while we were together up there. So I was like, this would be perfect. I'll see Mark. We'll do a podcast. It'll be great. I hit the road at like nine in the morning or something. And uh, it's just awful weather. And I'm like, oh, great. And I'm like, well, this is just going to be a long day, but not bad, right? So I, I hit the road, start making my was way it up. bad weather? Yeah, in Detroit it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it was like really like rainy and like kind of like just that garbage slush that you gotta you know it was just oh, enough okay. for me to go great i'm in morning rush hour and like you know it's just gonna be annoying for a little bit but once i got once i got a little bit north it was uh it was like smooth sailing i'm cruising life's great i'm about uh i'm about 20 minutes out from the bridge and i'm like home in the home stretch and uh i'm at what two exits before now the the Mackinac Bridge, a five mile bridge from the lower peninsula to the upper peninsula, um, it's a huge thing, and it's the only way to get to the upper peninsula, at least especially in like the winter. I don't know, there might be ferries in the summer that, but yeah. like you know, there's the 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 all the water is just ice, so there's no way of getting over there unless it's by bridge. And uh, so I get, so I get, I'm two exits away, and I I see this sign. I see this sign that says, um, you know, bridge closed, take a next exit, which is the last exit before you get on the bridge. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> what do you mean it's closed, you know? And um, turns out it was falling ice. Apparently, that's a thing. <laughs> Apparently, that's the thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that that was a thing. I didn't either. And it sounds like such a bullshit excuse. When you call, like, so I called you and I was like, hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm like an hour away, if that, and uh, I'm just not going to be able to cross the bridge. Like, when was the first sign that you saw that gave you any inclination that the bridge was closed? It was, it was like three miles before I got to the bridge. (laughs) That's so insane. Like, there's digital signs in Minneapolis that'll tell you that there's a crash, like, 20 minutes ahead or something and there's not one sign like hours before that are like hey buddy just a heads up like <laughs> this bridge might not be there when you get I there I know <laughs> so like it was just like two exits before you get to the bridge and I'm like Jesus I didn't know this happened it's like yeah. it was a beautiful day too that's why I'm like what is it closed for and then you know that was when I found out about the falling ice like literally the size of a vehicle, like it's dead, like that deadly that, you know, or like people would swerve and like either go off the bridge or like oncoming well, traffic we or something. About like, how would you like to be the person that, that realized that it was time to close the bridge? <laughs> like oh my God. Yeah. Driving along like and a car size ice block lands on your hood. I couldn't imagine like, Oh, we better close. We better shut it down. Everybody. <laughs> 
I couldn't imagine like the I like I, part of me because you know once I got up there I was like oh boy I will cross this bridge I'll risk it. <laughs> And because yeah, I'm, you know, I need the mo- I need the gig, I need the money, well, I need yeah, the, like, you know. Spoken like a true comedian, <laughs> yeah, you're like, you so... know what? I've been through worse. <laughs> yeah. You just raise the gate. I'll do this. And they have like people blocking, you know, both ends. They have it all blocked off and stuff, and they're directing. And then there's also just a line of traffic waiting to get, and it's closed yeah, indefinitely. Like, how? uh how many cars were it like was it just a complete mess when you got up there? it was bad it was like you know it i i mean all right this is gonna sound extreme but uh yeah. the, i mean the only thing i could compare it to is like there's just an influx of people just stuck in mackinac city uh because of this so yeah. every car that was coming up that didn't know about it had to pull off so <laughs> there's either like there's like a mile long line of traffic just waiting and hoping that it'll open soon or yeah. it's people that got off and they're like getting lunch or getting wasted, uh, you know, <laughs> and the hotel prices surged because they knew people would probably be needing it. So like the hotel prices, it's like, it's just so shitty. Like well, that's what the lady said. Like yeah. when I got to, uh, cause I got to the, the casino, I think around like five thirty. Yeah. And I checked in and the lady said, um, she said, did you come the bridgeway? And I said, no, I came from the Minneapolis way. And she was like, Oh good. Cause they closed the bridge. And I said, yeah, I know the other comedian is south of the bridge. Yeah. And she goes, well, that's where he'll stay. And I was like, it was so sinister. Like, oh shit. So this, are you deciding this right he, now? Yeah. Are you the one in charge? Of the she's the one. Yeah. She's in charge of the ice as it's falling. She's like, let more go. Well, that's where he'll stay. Well, and the thing, <laughs> and the thing is, like, you know, I'm watching, like, you know, I'm, I went over to the shore, and you can see, like, you can look. I'm going to see how much ice is on this. You know, I'm just, I'm all pissed, like, because, you know, and mind you, I still have like five hours until showtime, so I have. Oh well, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, everybody locally, everybody I saw or talked to up there was like, yeah, it could be overnight, it could be an hour, who knows? It's just whatever they decide, and I'm like, what? Like, is it that bad? And you know, how and, arbitrary is it? Who's the one that decides? Well, that's the thing is like, how do you, how are you qualified? You're like, yeah, it looks like it's gonna fall. You know, like, I, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, isn't that always? They a, have ice, ice spotters in the crow's nest. Well, and that's the thing is like, there's, a, I saw a truck that kept driving back and forth over the, you know, the whole time is driving back and forth, and I'm like, no one seems concerned about this guy, and he seems to be getting back and forth just fine. <laughs> you know, was he working for the bridge? Yeah, or? yeah, it was oh. just a guy that's like, all right, I'm gonna go check this ice out. <laughs> and and what if they just get a big guy and just have him kick the bridge <laughs> really hard and knock all the ice yeah, out. Like, yeah, yeah, like uh, commission King Kong or something. <laughs> get a strong man with a giant hammer and just yeah. hit the bridge till it all knocks off. Just start shooting the ice down. Can we speed this process up? Because everybody's attitude, and that's the thing about like up north, is everybody's like, you know, life, you know, nobody's in a hurry. Life's good. We're just, everybody's <laughs> Like, it's just, I got a friend on the, I'll just go hang out at his place until the bridge opens up. And I'm like, guys, I got to work. Was there a moment where you thought about just going for it across the water? (laughs) Oh my God. I kind of did. Cause I was like, I was like, this is probably, it was frozen enough. I'm like, I could walk. And I was going to have, I was going to see if you could like pick me up 
on the other side. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was getting like is desperate. That, this, is that legal? Like, can it you, can't be. Can you walk well, across? The, I don't see why not. I, how could? Because it's like it's it's nature. Nobody owns. Does somebody own yeah. the? Somebody owns the water. Like the. It's a good. A lot of questions. <laughs> I gotta. I'm, I'm so. Sure the, the police or somebody yeah. Even, well, you like, know, for safety reasons. I'm really like, yeah, like Coast Guard or some shit. <laughs> just go, I don't even know. like helicopter in. I'm just. I would freeze halfway through. I'm so not. Uh, <laughs> um, not equipped physically to do <laughs> anything. <laughs> um, I just. I felt so bad for you, man. Like, dude, it sucked. There's just like. In this business, like, there's so many things that'll get in our way to try to get to a gig, but it's just, like, the most debilitating feeling in the world where there's, like, nothing you can do about it. You're just going to miss the gig. Yeah, and I was, and nothing was wrong. I, I left early. I, 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 I know. you know, I did everything right, and I still was like, no, nope, I'm just going to wait here, and hopefully it opens up in time. And then I call, oh, yeah, man. and I called you, when I called you the first time, you're like, well, you know, just let me know. And then you check in and you're like, I'm here. Where are you at? And I'm like, still over here. <laughs> and, and that lady who ran the show, she was like, cause I, I brought it up to her when I came down there. I was like, you know, there's a chance that he might make it across and be here like later. Is there a way that we can hold the show? And like her face was like, <laughs> the show begins at 8 p.m. And I'm like. Oh, so like we can't hold it. The show begins at eight. Oh my god! And I'm like, all righty. Yeah, yeah. Well, and by this time, I, <laughs> by the time it became like point of no return because it was still 45 minutes to get to the gig after I crossed the bridge, and I had eventually just gone to this bar, and I was like, I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have a drink. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to eat some food. I'm just going to, I have a, I had a bad feeling about, and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this, what I got left of here. <laughs> so, I know it was, it was so, and actually it's just like nowhere to walk or park or anything. No, was there was, like it was the whole town is just, you know, people everywhere. Every place yeah. is packed. So like, I think like the locals liked it. They're like, we're bringing some business in. I think they just well, close yeah. it to bring some money in. Like, you know, <laughs> Or like our coffers are empty. Call John and <laughs> yeah. shut the bridge. Yeah, right. <laughs> shut the bridge let's, down. Let's fill our pockets. Here. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, I it, I think was like there was like three or so hours, maybe two, before it was like too late. I'm just parked along the water, like just just <laughs> hanging out. And uh, this guy is going car to car with like pamphlets and stuff, and I'm thinking it's like uh. You know, like come to my church or something like something like, yeah, something I just tell, I don't know, something that I wanted to ignore. And, uh, and I was on the phone with, I think with my girlfriend and this guy comes up to my window and he goes, you look like you need a drink. And I go, uh, sure. And he gives me this like flyer for this bar and I I ended up going (laughs) and I ended, I ended up going, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just go to this place and just kill some time. And then well it, it must it must happen a lot of yeah. a guy who's designated to be the yeah. flyer man. He's like I'm going to go get some of these people. The I'm going to get some of these people to come drink and spend some money and I was, you know. <laughs> Cuz you know all the locals I was like, you know, they said it's going to open in an hour and a half or something, you know. And he goes Oh yeah. And he goes, "Nah, nah." <laughs> he just <laughs> Yeah. He's nah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're not from around here." Are you? 
<laughs> like, I the only the only thing that I could equate to like this experience for you was there was a time where I had to drive from Montreal, Canada to Marco Island, Florida. Holy in, shit. Like, two days. Holy shit. Is that even like like And that okay. was on and on Easter Sunday. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, that's it's coming up. Yeah. The so anniversary. I to, yeah. So I I had to drive through New York, through Washington, D.C., and the funniest part about the whole thing was the drive through New York, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, everything was fine, and then I got south of Raleigh-Durham, and apparently there was, like, an 11-car pileup, and it was one of those things where, like, it was a mile after an exit and, like, a mile before an exit, and it was just... No, and it's like you, you can't go anywhere because the police are blocking the shoulders. Yeah, so I literally had to sit in my car for like five hours. Oh, dude, that's the worst. And like I was on like a really tight deadline to the point where I had plans to like stop and sleep, mm-hmm. and I had to like just keep drinking Red Bulls and go, or I wasn't gonna make it. Oh my god. And I made it to the gig. It was, like, one of the only times I ever did a gig where I had to, like, drive to the show and, like, put my pants on in the parking lot (laughs) and just walk in and do the show. And I was so tired. I remember I was working with Brad Tassel from uh, Santa Claus, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, a horrible show. I was just so tired. (laughs) I got back in my car. And there's like a bridge that goes from Marco Island back to like Fort Myers mm. area. And I got pulled over on the other side. No. Because I was like swerving. And the cop's like, you've been drinking? I'm like, no, I'm just exhausted. And he's like, get out of the car. I'm like, I didn't do the breathalyzer <laughs> oh, or anything. He's like, he goes, wow, you are sober. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> and he's like, well, where's your hotel? And I'm like, it's, you can see it. It's the Holiday Inn right there. And he's like, all right. And he let me go, but I was just like, what a nightmare. I know you were exhausted in that moment, but uh, how satisfying is it when a cop tries to like, oh, you're probably, you're wasted, aren't you? And you're like, no, I'm, I'm really just tired, sir. And he's well, like, bullshit, get out of the car. And you're like, no, seriously, man, I'm not, I dude, haven't had a drink. And like, when you here's, blow. Here's the best, here's the best one of those of my entire career. Oh, here we go. So I was in, I was in a fraternity at the University of Minnesota. And every party that we had, like, we would have different jobs, Mm -hmm. like security and checking IDs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And if you were the person checking IDs or, like, making sure nobody was breaking stuff or whatever, you weren't really supposed to be drinking because you were, like, supposedly on shift or whatever. Yeah, on the clock, no drinking. Yeah, so there was a party that we had, and I was running security, and my sister showed up to the party, and she just parked the car like half in and half out of a driveway (laughs) i go where'd you park the car she's like oh just over there and i go you can't just park there like campus police are gonna tow you away and she's like oh whatever and i'm like oh god i'll go move Uh, yeah right are you are you the older brother yeah yeah so i go out there and i get in her car and like i hadn't even started the car and i was just swarmed by police and they pull me out of the car. They handcuff me and put me in the back of the squad car. <laughs> and they go, 
they go, well, you know, I go, I didn't even start the car and I haven't been drinking. And they're like, well, it's still a DUI. And I'm like, oh, what? So they get the thing and they breathalyze me and they're both like looking at it all sinisterly. And I go, <laughs> guys, I know it says zero. I haven't had anything to drink. And they're like, all right, yeah. well, just, and then they gave me a ticket for the a parking violation. Oh, God. So I moved the car into the parking garage and I'm coming back and it was like winter time. Mm-hmm. And I, I hit a patch of ice and I just fell straight up my face oh, no. right next to the cop car. <laughs> and they rolled the window down. They go, they were like, watch it, big man. Jesus. Like, Kiss my ass. And I right. ran back into the house. Oh, dude. Like, you might as well have, you know, that's the thing is like, you didn't even get to enjoy yourself and get drunk. Oh, no. You know? And then I, I like... beat the designated driver at the end of the night because everybody else was drunk. And I came out, and they were still sitting there. No. And they were like, do you have any drinks yet? And I'm like, no. I'm, I'm working, man. I'm a driver, asshole. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the you know right what? thing here. <laughs> oh, campus police, man. No, yeah. What are you going to but... do, call a real cop? <laughs> yeah. But I have, to, I have to actually thank you because you missing that gig in Michigan led to me crossing another item off of my comedy bucket list. Yeah, which, uh, which, so, uh, finally. I did the entire show by myself. Now, normally, though. I did 90 <laughs> minutes. And, the, and it so was long. all solid material. I didn't do any crowd rap. It was like, yeah, I, I don't really like to, like, boast on myself, but it was like, it was pretty impressive. That is a huge deal because I was at the bar. And you called me. Oh, dude, like straight out of a movie. It was like the saddest thing. I'm just like, I'm, because I had been sitting in Mackinac City for three, four hours doing nothing, just yeah. waiting for this bridge in my car. Cause I'm like, once it opens, I got to get over it. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I don't know how much time it'll be open for or whatever. So I had, you know, I'm like, I'm ready. I'm like waiting. And then finally, I'm like, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. I finally accept it. I end up going to that guy's bar and it actually was a great place. I want to go back. And uh, I sat at this bar, ate dinner. I was drinking. And this girl next to me said she was going to Brimley too. And she actually worked at the bar down the street from the casino. She goes, Oh yeah, I've been to those shows. You got, yeah. And like she, she was like, we were going to the show tonight. And I was oh, like, God. get the fuck out of here because I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work and you had called me and you're like look uh they're gonna we're doing the show um this lady won't there's no way you know and she would not but yeah and you were just like uh, i'm sorry man and i go so what happens now because like you know obviously there's nothing either of us can do but i was also thinking like man this puts you in a shitty spot because yeah. you either because some casinos you have to do an hour and a half regardless yeah. of who's there, who shows up, what's going on. And, and um, sometimes, you know, like a realistic or understanding person will be like, look, we'll just, just do what you can. And, you know, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll Not just, this lady. yep. Yep. So, <laughs> so you're like, I said, <laughs> I said, Hey man, uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know, the bridge probably it's, it's way too, there's no chance I'm going to make it. And you're like, well, <laughs> uh, I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> and then you, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, oh no, I felt so bad. And then, uh, dude, how it, how brutal was that drive home? Oh, cause it was 
it was this it was the most frustrating drive home ever because i had, <laughs> i'd emailed the uh the booker <laughs> like you know hey sorry this all yeah. happened and blah 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 and the whole thing and <laughs> and uh i go i guess i should have taken that thursday room huh <laughs> and <laughs> and uh he goes Oh, you're all set. Mark did, uh, Mark did 90 minutes. And I go, get the fuck out of here. And then he went, P.S., tear up that check, I sent Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you couldn't have waited a day to send me that part? Like, I'm on the drive, I'm like, on the drive home, and I get, you know, get this email back, and it's like, oh, just shred that check you get. Don't, don't even think like, about cashing small, it. a small hope that he'd be like, ah, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't anything he did. Right. So that was my hope. Probably just you know? send him the money. <laughs> that was my hope. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out that way. But that's that's life. But I, I yeah. <laughs> that drive home was, it was, the, it was the saddest. And I had, uh, I had texted this number that was going to give you, like, updates of what's going on with the bridge, right? So, like, I think I got one that said, you know, we'll let you know in two hours, basically. <laughs> whatever and i am a half hour from my doorstep and i get a you know which it's also because it was like a four hour drive home or something yeah. mind you in the middle of the night because i can't afford to get a hotel room oh man. i know it was like oh shit i can't even like crash somewhere you know <laughs> and um so i'm like a half hour from home and i get a text and it says the bridge is now reopened, and I was like, "Shit!" Even though it was also like one in the morning, and oh, uh, bastards. Oh no! Uh, I got this text that said um, the bridge will be closed overnight, and that's when I was like, "Okay, I, you know, I'm yeah. glad I went. I'm just glad I went home." But also, I could have just gone home sooner. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. And also, I could have just left probably three hours because I got to the bridge two hours after it closed so i just missed oh it oh it was it was just one of those nights man where you're just like i've yeah nature one nate zero <laughs> yeah. you know i felt so bad man yeah like, and then you had to go home you, you had to, you had to leave like right away to go home yeah. because of a snowstorm in minneapolis oh my god <laughs> so, oh. i couldn't believe it i'm yeah. like because uh it had snowed the day before but then it stopped and I got out, but then there was yeah. another blizzard coming through, and uh, we were like moving stuff into the house that weekend. Yeah, so I'm just like, what a cluster <laughs> f. I hope you at uh, least got my money. Oh, I got your money. That's good. You earned, it, well. you earned it, man. You earned it. You earned it. I spent it on pepperoni packs and yes, string cheese, my friend. Well, you enjoy the shit out of that, cause <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> well, that's like you know, and I was also I was thinking on the way home, like how this is the perfect week for this to happen, cause had I been working with someone that I didn't know or like someone that wasn't like you know, I don't know, just roll yeah, that would uh, roll with it. It's just like, could you imagine you the phone call to a guy that you don't know, just like, hey man, the bridge is closed. What? Yeah. Well, you've worked with another enough headliners, to, yeah, to know the ones that like, yeah. If there's one small thing wrong with yeah. the show, that they just can't handle it, yeah. You know, it's just 
it's so strange. Like some comedians need things to be like so perfect before the show begins. Yeah. You know? It's like, turn those lights off, get the sound going. Look these people <laughs> yeah. over here. It's like, yeah, I walk into a room and I'm like, where's the stage? Yeah. Right, let's do this. <laughs> People are just like, well, maybe we should hold the show till more people are in here. Well, the bridge is closed. There's nobody. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was still surprised. Like seventy-two people showed up, but she was she was expecting like two hundred, and she yeah. said most of them were south of the bridge. And I'm like, oh my god. Every time I've done it, it's been packed. That's why I was like, at least yeah. I'm not. At least at least you guys know I wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've changed it a little bit too. Where it's free now to get in, uh-huh. which I'm just like, it drives me so bonkers when people do free comedy. Yeah, usually it cheapens the it. audience. Yeah, the audience, yeah. you know, there's nothing invested there. But the last time I was there, it was all, because, you know, it was a big snowmobiling community up there, and it was well, all sure. people in snowsuits and helmets. Like it was, <laughs> They were wearing the helmets. Yeah, some had it. Some ha- They just walk in with them on, because that's just how, this is how they, they travel up there. Oh. And I'm like, what? It's the well, weirdest thing. Now there's like signs on every door when you walk in that says "Take your helmets off." Yes, no helmets inside. <laughs> it just walks around with the helmet on like they're a spaceman. Like, <laughs> That's what it looks like, off, you idiot. <laughs> you can take them off, guys. <laughs> oh my god! I'm a spaceman. Let's go to the moon. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, man. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the show went well, and uh, yeah, <laughs> let's hope for a better uh, trip next time. Yeah, holy smokes, man! We need to do a gig where we both get there on time, and yeah, I'll take the podcast it up even more. I'll guarantee you. Whoop! I'll guarantee you. Um, the next time I'll be taking that Thursday room. <laughs> <laughs> you better. Yeah. This day forward, my friend. always get always take it. <laughs> always take the extra room um so uh so yeah so i'm gonna play that that track too in the podcast as well uh from yes. the album i'll put a link for people to buy the album too but if you want to if you want to if you want to plug what do you got coming up buddy you got you got a website right that people can find you at yeah, all your shows all just, your stuff uh markpulos.com hell yeah uh the twitter is at the markpulos and uh, my podcasts are Unbridled Enthusiasm and One Step from the Spotlight. Awesome. On iTunes. They're both on iTunes, and all the details are at markpulos.com. That is correct. And, uh, yeah, you'll... Husband, Father, Idiot. What... New CD. That's the newest one, right? And you got, like, what, yeah. three or four out? Yeah, I got four. And my, uh, my comedy special comes out this summer. Oh, and, uh, the Dry Bar Comedy. Daughters. Two daughters, one wife, zero influence. That's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that went well, too, so I'm excited to see the footage. Yeah, man, I've seen those specials they put together. They turned out really nice. So Yeah, they shoot them with, like, 4K cameras. Yeah. And they got, like, dollies and, and shit. It's legit. It's pretty professional. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. Also, thank you for uh, <laughs> being willing to finish it tonight even though i know it's uh you know life happens hey life happens man but uh your daughter needs pepperoni and she's tired of you being on the phone and you just oh the pepperoni is for your daughter (laughs) oh she loves the peps (laughs) i thought those are for you (laughs) well i might have a few 
you're there. Two for me, one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She knows the distributing program. She knows. She's like, you know what? Why don't you go close the bridge so you can get more money? <laughs> this is all a setup. She's the one that called it in. This is a like, setup. Stop, <laughs> close stop the bridge. Tom Brewster. Daddy needs more money. Yep. That's right. <laughs> 